Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another rousing rendition of the Bridging Podcast and a piece that we like to call here Cocktail Combos, where we have unfiltered conversations about life and business with people that we refer to as success vets, success veterans. And uh, we got a uh, update from our unofficial fourth host, uh, Miss Alicia Brandon. This is a one-year update. It's, all, it's almost been a year since we had her on for Cocktail Convos last March uh, for Women's History Month. Um, so we're going to catch up with her, you know, see how things have been going um, and, uh, and and let the conversation go as it is. But let's welcome back to the podcast, Miss Alicia Brandon. How you doing today? Hey, hey, AJ. Thank you so much for having me back. How you doing? Okay. I'm I'm blessed and highly favored. And I'm 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 glad we're back, and I'm glad we're doing it like a a year a year later. So I'm 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 excited about the conversation and see where where you know because the last conversation we had was was amazing, uh, a lot of revelations <laughs> and surprises were in it. So I'm I'm definitely uh, ready for this one. But in true Bridger fashion, we always start off uh, with the toast, and uh, it's Women's History Month, as we said. Uh, so cheers to you. Cheers to a wonderful conversation being had and gems being dropped again and as usual. Cheers. Cheers. All right. So, like we said, one year ago, it's not, it's, it's not almost, it's not a full year yet because I think we released your episode at the end of March. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's you coming up on a year that you left IBM after being with them for like 13 plus years and you were like hey by the way I'm resigning tomorrow (laughs) and hit us with the bombshell and now you've been at your new company which we are not going to name but you've been at your new company now for almost you know coming up on a year now um, as a uh, sales enablement leader for the Americas I want to make sure I say that because it's not just America it's for the Americas all of them uh, yeah. North and South. So, um, so yeah, we definitely want to know, uh, just in your own words, where have you, you know, where have you, where, how's it been? What all has changed? How you liking it? Yes. Yeah, so I can't believe that it's been almost a year. I actually celebrate my first year anniversary on April 25th, I believe. And you're exactly right. Last time we met, I was resigning the next day. So, uh, it obviously went well because I'm no longer at IBM. I'm at another IT company um, that we will not mention on this episode. But it um uh, it's been challenging. I'll be completely honest. It has been uh, extremely challenging because, as you mentioned, I was at IBM for it was actually 14 years, and I grew up there. You know, I learned a lot about myself, how to be a professional, all of that. Um, at IBM. So leaving there was really hard. It was bittersweet. It was time, you know, um, I kind of touched on some of the things that that happened at the end of my career there, but I still missed it. You know, it was kind of like, I've never been married before, but like a bad breakup or divorce. Um, It was the end of the longest relationship I've ever had, you know, when I think about it outside of my, my family. So I dealt with a lot of guilt, am I making the right decision? Should I have left? You know, fear. I don't know these people. They don't know me. What am I supposed to do? How do I make friends? You know, it it was just, it has been a lot. And then my job is 100% remote. 
So mm-hmm. I have been, I've had to be extremely intentional about meeting new people, forging those new relationships, starting up my network from scratch, right? Because I literally knew one person coming over to this new corporation. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it has been good. I have no regrets. Um, like I said, I miss IBM, but this is a new path that I'm forging. Um, and I'm just embracing it at literally every turn. One of the things that I prayed hard about is to have a leader who sees me as human um, and really embraces me holistically. And I got that. And some AJ, he is a girl dad times five. (laughs) He has five (laughs) girls. So he gets it. Mm -hmm. Um, He shows up more human than human. Um, You know, we do a lot of like small talk and get to know you and then business, right? Um, he entrusts me to be an, a professional, leans in on my skills and my expertise and, you know, be looking to kind of pull that out of me. Um, so it's, that part of it has been good. It's been challenging to learn new, learn a new job. Cause, um, as you mentioned, I'm the sales enablement leader for the America. So essentially what I do is work with sellers to teach them our corporation's social impact story. Um, and how they can tell that to their clients to win bigger deals, right? So it's actually a, a, a huge mix of a lot of my skills, sales, marketing, corporate social responsibility slash social impact, all in one role. Um, and it's been good. But now that we're coming up on a year, I'm at that, hey, what's next? So it's, it's now time for you to start doing what we what we touched on a lot in the last conversation we had, which was bringing your passion into your profession. Yes. And it sounds like you at that point now where it's like, hey, look, I'm I'm all about these events and it's time to start doing that. Um, so have you know, I, obviously you've put thought into it. And a lot of a lot of what we talked about last time also was um the intentionality that you had set forth. Um as shortened as we had put it, like it seemed like it just, you know, all of the conversations just happened and all, you know, everything just like you just woke up with like boom, I'm gonna go do this, I'm gonna talk, say what I want. Um, but we were, we were careful to note that, you know, you were just intentional, but there was a process behind it. And now that you've been where you are now, uh, coming up on the year and you, like you said, you're hitting that, that point now where it's like, okay, you're, you're, I know you, you're going to start bringing that passion into the profession more than you've been able to now. So what do you, what do you foresee in the next year or two because we also talked about the timeline that we've been you know we, we we've given and have been given these companies and based on what the conversation we had last time you might you you might only be ready to stay with them for another six months right so I think last time I said I was only trying to work corporate for another five years total so now we almost down to four I'm still on that path now I didn't necessarily say we'll be that one company for five mm-hmm. years right? I could move around, you know, one or two more times. Who knows? We'll see. Um, I am definitely keeping my options open, my eyes open. Uh, I am open to new opportunities. Um, This role is cool because like I said, it it leans on a lot of my skills, but it's not anything I'm passionate about at all, right? Um, It's a huge opportunity, especially in the area of sustainability, me being a Black woman and there not being a lot of folk black people in sustainability mm-hmm. would be a tremendous opportunity for me but I don't feel it AJ I, I don't 
I don't wake up like, yes, let's talk about sustainability. This is something that I want to like learn. No, right. it's still, my passion is still around the area of what I did with P-TECH at IBM. You know, if I could bring a similar program to my new company, that would be great. Or even find new avenues to bridge my company now with IBM and still be able to work with P-TECH. But my passion is still real hands-on social impact work, helping the community. Yeah, we got great technology, but how are we helping black and brown people with that technology? How are we getting more black and brown people into STEM careers? So because that's not my everyday job, again, intentionally, seeking out ways that I can do that. So now I'm uh, the co-lead of our black ERG for Atlanta. Um, So with that, I have a lot of different opportunities to really work in the community, um, in Atlanta and doing the things that I love, you know, it's not my day job, but I'm still able to do that. And it gives me an opportunity to see real people. Cause as I mentioned, <laughs> working remote is hard. You know, I did a little, a little bit at IBM, right. Especially during the pandemic, we are hundred percent remote prior to that. It was hybrid. I went in two or three days a week, but that's still seeing people having right. those real, um, water cooler conversations, you know, socializing and stuff like that. So I have to be really intentional about getting that, you know, getting fed in that way. So they be like, dang, we doing another um, volunteer event or are we doing, you know, another social event? Yes, (laughs) because people need this, you know, it's, it's so energizing and people be so excited when they come out to our different events because they at home all day by themselves with their family, with their dog or something, you know, then they want a little a little break or opportunity to really get to know your coworkers. Anytime the company going to give you the opportunity to consider work and not have to do your actual job, I'm for it. I'm right. for it. Like, oh, yep. we for to yep. go to this, we for to go to this slash party, but it's considered like work. I'm there. Sign me up. Yeah. Sign me up. You be going to basketball games and stuff like that? Right. Is that something with your job or outside, you know, passion projects? Oh no! For for like for my company, there's 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 one thing in terms that well, so like I'm I'm support, so I'm back of house. Okay, okay. So we don't get included on nothing unless we do it ourselves, and that's just me and my me and my coworker. I'm like, look, I'm ordering this lunch today, and it's gonna be on the company. I might need to bleep that out. I don't even know if they know it. <laughs> but um, but every year we have our uh like our kickoff party for all of the sales reps, okay. and uh we do it at a casino every year. It's, so maybe nice. but nice. that next day we always do it on a sunday night and our stores are open seven days a week so we always do it that sunday night the store we have delayed openness the next day but like for me i basically take that whole monday and it's like i'm half working but i'm not because i'm still in the hotel that they've paid for for me thank you but i'm i'm like partially working because there's reps who don't come so they're the ones who are going to open the stores and stuff it's a whole thing, but as long as the company doing that and I'm still considered at work, like like y'all know where I'm at. Like y'all know y'all know I'm still at the casino. So working. <laughs> working. Okay. Right. Look, y'all know I'm here working. Matter of fact, we all just left breakfast together. So y'all know I'm not in the office today. Don't really bother me today, but I'm at work though. Love it. Um Love it. <laughs> but <laughs> All of that corporate stuff is all well and good, but we definitely got to also talk about 
uh, your real your real passion project outside of work, which is HBCU Pits and its okay. growth, uh, because it has been in existence now for two years, two, three years. So I officially launched Juneteenth of last year. So not even a year. I'm coming okay. up on a year. Yep. All right. So let's talk about the let's talk about HBCU Pits because I've watched I've watched the grow. We've had conversations offline and stuff um on just getting that up and running and where it is now and the intentionality that you have with that like you started with certain colorways and products and you know gradually increasing and stuff like that so let's talk about that how how is that and how how fulfilling is having your own thing going on successfully too by the way thank you um it is hard i'm i'm not gonna lie at this entrepreneur stuff even though I'm not full-time yet it's it's hard work but I see why people do it full-time because you literally need to dedicate a lot of hours a lot of effort a lot of energy um and me starting a new corporate role I have had to kind of scale back a little bit right because I still need to learn my day job so that it can fund my dream right so I've been 100% funding it out of my own pocket. 2023, hopefully it'll look a lot differently because I'm exploring like some grants. Uh, I was so against small business loans, but I'm I'm starting to understand why that's needed because right. collateral capital, excuse me, capital is so important. Um, and then it's a whole nother, I could go on a whole nother tangent about Black business owners and the access that we do not have, right? It's, it's very interesting you say that because I don't mean to cut you off because I literally, um, in the investment group that 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 we got, uh, we were I was talking about um, basically black people becoming our own private equity and venture capitalists, mm. um, and really trying to focus on doing it in a small way. Um, because when we think about it, it's always, you know, these large groups who are, you know, billionaires and millionaires who are pumping hundreds of thousands and millions into these companies, tech companies and things of that nature. But I was like, wouldn't it be interesting if a small group of people got between five and ten thousand dollars rounded up and, you know, found one or two small businesses that could use an infusion of five to ten thousand dollars? And oftentimes something that, you know, in that amount could drastically change a lot, if not majority of actual small businesses. And when I say it, I'm really talking about situations like you, where you're a sole proprietor, like mm -hmm. you don't have any, you don't have any employees every now and again, we might have a friend to come through and help us pack some stuff or something like that. Right. But we don't have, we're not hiring anybody. We're often doing majority of the work, including the marketing, the accounting, the logistics the web does everything and you know a quick infusion of five to ten thousand dollars for somebody you know similar to yourself could mean you know being able to hire somebody for a month or two temporary like getting some contracts some temporary contract workers in to do specific things and you know drastically change situations um so it, it's very interesting that you brought that up um and that whole conversation of being a business owner and not having real access to capital, because let's be honest, um, there's a lot on social media of like, you know, just go get your, go get, go, go, go get your Uline account, go get your Staples account, yeah. sign up for your EIN, then yeah. go buy a Mercedes and write it off. And it's like, 
<laughs> does it really work like that? Does no, it? it doesn't. And there are a <laughs> lot of people who think it do, and they going out there getting caught up, and it's like, yo, it's worse than the PPP loan. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I just wanted to point that out because we could definitely have that conversation of 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 because a lot of people look it looks glamorous because a lot of people may be on the outside looking in like look at Alicia she got her own company for pet apparel is doing good and they don't see on the backside like you like look I'm really funding this out my pocket and yeah. for me I'm like the money that I'm putting into my businesses I can go back to Africa a couple of more times wow but. I'm funding this. You know, I could I could completely give up on this dream and just fund my dream of traveling the world. Yep. But I believe in this so much more. So let's 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 talk about that. Let's talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you some t- people listening, you're like five or ten thousand dollars. That's a lot of money, especially when you're funding it out of your own pocket. Like five or ten thousand dollars. Just let's start low, five thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. That would really help out with, you know, marketing. And I was a marketing major, right? right. But when you have to, you got to con- consistency is the key. Consistently, you know, make sure you're posting every day on your professional page. You might want to do some personal stuff, right? Because it might be an outlet. It is for mm-hmm. me. Um, that's a lot of work. Content creation, because that's what's on the back end of it. Like, okay, so what's next? Like, what do I want to highlight now? Because it's HBCU Pets. I could focus on HBCUs. I could focus on pets. Um, you know, pet owners is a it's a lot of different ways in which I can go, which is good. Mm-hmm. However, who's posting this stuff? Me. You know, <laughs> I gotta think about it. I gotta figure out, you know, the best time to post. I when can I post? Because you know, I got a full-time job too. So it it is whoever watching thinking this stuff is easy, it is not easy. You know, and it, it's scary because they say with the, the small businesses fail within the first three years. Mm-hmm. What? You know what I mean? I'm just now in year one tinkering around. And I'll be honest, like I'm in my own way too a lot because I know that if Target caught wind of HB, HBCU pets and said, hey, this is dope. We're trying to feature you next Black History Month, you know, because they've been plucking Black creatives, mm-hmm. and I absolutely love it. Target, if you hear this, call me. <laughs> call me today and say, hey, we want to feature you 2024 Black History Month. We want 15,000 units. I would be like, what? Right? But that means, hey, get somebody else to do it. <laughs> I, absolutely. Get somebody else to do it. Um, but then that means, unless they're going to front me some money, I got to fund that. I got to fund the 15,000 units to come from a printing company, or I literally make my stuff, you know, I got my shirt on in my basement. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it's literally starting from the bottom. And I know it'll be a tremendous story to tell one day, but you know, it's like, okay, do I, if I overmarket it some and target see it, am I ready, you know, to be plucked mm-hmm. for 15,000 units? The question, the answer is no, but right. I figured out. <laughs> right. And that was, that was, that was the other, one of the other variables in the conversation that I was having was, you know, that infusion of cash oftentimes is what's the, what keeps people or enables people to scale their companies, right? Because it's like, at the level that we're at, it's because we're funding it. And unless our funding, personal funding goes up, it's, it kind of has to stay there. Because if we outpace that, then it's, it's imbalancing now, 
you got yep. situations where you're going broke trying to trying to do it. And we've learned from people who have had that happen on a large yep. scale, yes. right? Yes. Uh, so, you know, being able to, like you said, where it's like, okay, if somebody's coming to you with a very large order, it's like, I need this many. And it's like, okay, where the money going to come from? Now, these sm- this small private equity can say, look, we can fund your project for you. And then we're trying to hit you across the head where it's like, oh, we're going to charge you just astronomical loan rate, right? Because the feds keep raising the rates. We're in a recession, but they don't want to say we're in a recession. Everything I just right before we got on Silicon Valley Bank, which is one of the largest uh, venture capital banks, has just been shut down by the feds. So, yeah, so it's, you know, the traditional routes for us, just entrepreneurs, us, not even us as black entrepreneurs. It ain't it, it it ain't there no more. It's not there no more. So it's it's we kind of need um private, you know, and there's always the conversation of private versus government and all of that stuff, but it 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 has to be it's a conversation now of like private, like local private versus mm-hmm. corporate private, where it's like, okay, that bank chain ain't gonna give me the money because they're looking at my credit score and I know my credit ain't amazing. So they're not gonna give me the 20,000, 10,000 that I need. And a lot of these large banks, they're not even loaning out small amounts that could really uh, you know, make a difference. Like you said, five to ten thousand dollars could drastically change a lot of situations. People that bake cakes, they can't afford all that flour and stuff from, from Sam's and BJ's. Eggs is ten dollars. So. What eggs is out of here? Eggs is out of here. Yes restaurant industry everybody is like so and then even in like even for me besides besides the clothing the the apparel line my consulting and stuff is like you said it's when do i have time to post because if i'm working on other people's stuff how i'm gonna do mine yes i can't i definitely can't afford to bring nobody in because now i got that's coming out the pocket too Mm -hmm. so it's either gonna be volunteers or venture and yeah. venture is the only option at this point because you're gonna run your volunteers ragged like hey your, your homegirls ain't gonna come over for too no not too many more <laughs> wine and wine, wine and packing nights right <laughs> the packing party right the packing party like yeah like i got a hundred packages going out it's like okay pizza and wine ain't cutting it no more so that you know that conversation is definitely one uh to be had but on the bright side of things is you were, you know, we, we deemed you the chief connections officer and you low-key mentioned a little while back of you wanted to see something similar to the program that you had at IBM at your new company, P-Tech. The company's not P-Tech. P-Tech was the program for people that's listening too hard. Um, but um, part of your intentionality, I, I, I predict that you start reaching into your bag of network and just saying, look, because the, the company that you're at now is very, very, uh, similar and related to IBM. Let you just put that out there. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about the 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 year that you've had at your company now. Well, close to a year that you've had at your company now. The 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 navigation of that, and overall, you like it, but it's time for changes now. And I like the fact that we you you always you know make sure to be clear that you know it's okay to be uncomfortable. Mm. And it's okay to, you know, be like, okay, either I need to make myself more comfortable or I need to, you know, really take a look at this uncomfort. 
whether it's time, whether that means it's time for me to go or whether it's time for me to move around. Um, so final question, it may be the final question. You got the five-year goal still. What is, how do I, how do I, how do I ask this? What is, I don't want to say what is the game plan because you kind of laid it out, but what what different do you see is going to happen in these first five at this company that you didn't see or weren't aware of at the first five at IBM? Because we mm-hmm. said you stayed at IBM for you. You said the last time, like you kind of feel like you overstayed your welcome. Well, not your welcome, but you stayed longer than you should have at mm-hmm. IBM. Um, and then also with the whole layoff and then they call you back. But you felt like you stay you stayed too long. So what do you see? with the with the with the five with the five years here because in five years target or somebody coming and the capital will be there for you to you know say yeah target we got fifteen thousand of these hbcu pets uh products to go into your stores because we're gonna find a way but yeah five years what we got so i really think um you know i mentioned that i had kind of pulled back as far as like the time that i had to really focus on hbcu pets because i was starting a brand new job or whatever just trying to learn my job learn the people now that i'm approaching a year i've actually become a lot more bold i know who to talk to now you know my network has started to um to build out i think this next the, the next half of the year, let's just say that next half of this year, I'm going to really flip that on his head and start to focus more on HBCU pets because now I kind of got this figured out, right? I know the ebbs and flows when I'm busy, when I'm not busy um, at my nine to five. So I can take those down that downtime and really focus on my business. As I mentioned, you know, I really want to lean into finding more funding because the funding is really what's going to take me from ground zero to level one, two, right? Um, and, and I'm ready for that. I, I feel like this last, what has it been, eight, nine months that HBCU Pets has been known to the world has really been about building awareness. Hey, we here, this is what we do. Now is, hey, we're here. We have all of these products and all of this marketing. You starting to see us, right? With funding behind us. So that's really gonna be where my focus lies. Um, on the corporate end though, right? I'm not gonna let my, my foot off the gas because I still got four years left. I really want to, um, you know, figure out what my next step is gonna be in my uh my current company. I've started to have some of those tough conversations um, that, hey, this job is cool, but maybe it's not for me. Um, And starting to make some connections. Um, On our last podcast, I mentioned, well, my theme is always ask the question, right? It it starts with a conversation. So I literally had a conversation with our chief, uh, well, excuse me, a VP of diversity. Um, And she said, well, what I'm hearing from you is you struggling with connectedness. And I'm like, you're right. I don't feel connected to this company, right? <laughs> As I mentioned, you know, I started fully remote. I have, have had to be extremely intentional about building those relationships and figuring out, you know, what this person does, what that person does, how I fit in. Um, and so she was trying to, you know, come up with some things to help me. And um, I said, one thing that would help me is if I could fulfill some of my passions professionally, like I did in my previous 
company. And she said, well, what are your passions? So we talked about it. One of the things that I mentioned, you know, I'm passionate about HBCUs. I'm passionate about bringing minorities into STEM. And the next thing you know, like a week later, I get an invitation to represent my new company at Nesby. And I'm like, what? I'm not even on the talent acquisition team, right? Yeah, but it is your realm too. Yeah, an incredible opportunity because it's, you know, National Society of Black Engineers. It's nothing but Black people, right? And then mm -hmm. I'll be representing my company saying, hey, look at me. I'm here by natural hair. Y'all come in and work for us, you know, kind of thing. So those little steps from those big ask, right, um, are really starting to align. And so maybe, because as I mentioned, but still want to get into DEI and or talent acquisition, right? Um, and be focused on black and brown people and bringing them into STEM. So I'm still working at Avenue and still working um, the entrepreneurship as well. Hey, Destrian. What's happening, Destrian? He uh he in the airport, so he okay. just he, he just stopping through to, to to catch in before we hop on this flight um, to further the mission that we got going on. Nice. Personally, professionally, corporately, think it. You, 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 you got something you want to say, Destry? Or you just, you just intently listening? No, this is it's too hype in the airport right now. <laughs> oh, I got you. Um, but yeah. So the other, the other question uh, is, um, when are we, when are we gonna start hearing you more regularly, just as a regular host on Bridgerton? Because that was the conversation we were having. I know, and then we never had the conversation again. I don't um, know. I apologize if the, if I dropped the ball. You know, I had a lot. No, of I think it, I think it's the producer, and he just got a lot going on. So you got to excuse him. And by that, I'm talking about myself. Yeah. <laughs> Look, all you all you got to do is just be like, um, AJ, when we record again. Gotcha. Because you know, Destrian is always traveling. Doc is always traveling. I'm the only one that sits still. So it might just be me and you going forward. And you we just catch, we catch just them in, in the airport. Africa. Okay. Look, look, what look, that is a that is a once a year deal. When I, you know, I, I I pinch my pennies for a year to take my family one time a year somewhere. Every time that's it. That's we was drinking, we you know, we was drinking water and eating bread while we was over there. Yeah, right. <laughs> we smuggled smuggled biscuits off the plane to survive while we was over there. Um so yeah, all right. So we got that. We got that on. We got that on tape. Uh, you'll start hearing Miss Brandon more on the podcast. And other side note, I definitely want to say I appreciate you kind of low key dropping that. You know, you wear your natural hair in this very very corporate setting, and that in itself, you know, deserves deserves all all the praises because it is like we say Women's History Month, um, and you are Black Women's History. So we appreciate you as always, and this won't be the last time you're on because obviously now we we got you locked in. Um, so, oh, other thing, I've publicly said it, but I want to publicly say it here on the podcast. Definitely want to say thank you uh, for HBCU Pets being an official sponsor of our homecoming uh, events that we do that raises money for scholarships for students and uh, other campus causes, and also being one of the charter members of the Tuskegee Alumni Business Owners Organization. Uh, as well as Mr. Destrian Wells, D. Wells Consultant is an official charter member too as well. So thank both of y'all publicly Absolutely. and all of our other uh, charter members look for um, great things to come from us because um, she don't know it yet, but now she know it. Miss Brandon is going to be part of our, that whole, you know, activations and all of that. She's just going to do what she do, you know, 
on that on that side. But is there anything else that you want to leave the people with before we get out of here on this cocktail combo? Um, as you mentioned, it's it's still Women's History Month. Um, I just want to encourage all of my women, especially Black women, to continue to show up authentically. Um, find your comfort in doing so because I know that it's not easy. You know, it wasn't until like maybe year eleven that I felt comfortable enough to show up as Alicia Brandon. Not the Alicia Brandon that corporate wanted me to be, right? To fit in this box, but to show up as me, right? Um, because my talent and my skill should tell the story, not the way in, in which I look. So, boom. You said it, ladies. Well, uh, this, gonna, this is going to be our second uh, cocktail convo in honor of Women's History Month. We got plenty more people coming lined up. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, hopefully I can get Miss Brandon to come on that way. I can, you know, he's, I got I got ideas in my head right now, so I just got to make sure I write them down. But if if y'all did not know, we are still operating in the season of power. That season has not ended yet. Power is the ability to define phenomena and make it act in the desired manner. And remember, phenomena ain't regular shit. <laughs> I dropped it at the end of, at the end of the episode, so I might not have to label this as explicit because it's just the truth. Uh, but the truth is explicit sometimes, and sometimes we need to hear it. So keep operating in your power. Uh, we love you. There's absolutely nothing you can do about it. And we hope that something came from this conversation that inspires you to keep going or get started. We love you. That's going to do it for us. Peace. <laughs>